I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. It's only 13 payments of $19.99, but wait, there's more! Claire Manship. We're here. We're here. We have a secret guest. We do. I'm, guys, also, like, I, like I'm going to say now, I'm sorry if my voice is, like, more annoying than usual. I'm like, <laughs> I got a cold. Like, it's just a thing we're dealing with. It's the thing we're dealing with this week. The thing we're dealing with this week. Ian and I were just hashing out that it has been a very stressful time, and then, of course, when you think it can't rain anymore, it pours a little disease on you. Right. Ian is a, has a small malady a, a small malady. That's, like, the most professional. Don't give me that look. <laughs> Secret guest. Secret guest. He won't be a, a secret if you've read the episode title. Right. But we're very excited because we do have a guest for the first time in about a thousand years. Thousand years. Yes. Oh, hey, for a cold. You Thank sound you. kind of fierce. Thank, Thank you. So oh, God. Yes. Oh, yes. He's humble, too. Ah. Um. So, I'm in a full fall mood mm-hmm. because not only do we have, as we talked about last week, spooky TV and films. Right. Um, and our favorite cult classics. I am very overwhelmed at the fall, like, spirit. Does it not okay. feel like everyone's in a better mood? Yes. And all the clothes get cuter. Right. The other day, my boots fully broke in the middle of the street. One really? time my boots just opened, I walked into DSW and bought more boots. I like, <laughs> I think that's a very, like, northeastern, maybe also northwestern thing because, like, once, like, that, like, hot garbage summer feeling has passed, yes. everybody is immediately like, we are in here. Yes. Like, we are here for the fall, y'all. Here for the fall, y'all. Yes. I, I can't remember. Oh, yesterday I was watching a video by Cosmopolitan where there's a series where Adam Rippon, USA Gymnastics Adam Rippon, reviews, like, things of the moment. Mm-hmm. And so the last video was him trying to explain the Kardashian-Jenner family tree when their new season debuted. <laughs> and this one was t- taste testing pumpkin spice products. And he said he was doing it on a ranking of one to five pumpkins. And I it, love that. And when he loved, yeah, when he loved something, he said, I'm at five pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that. I'm at five that's, pumpkins. Yeah, that's definitely this, that's definitely this, like, this fall so far. But I feel like you're at five jack-o'-lanterns. Like, I feel like you live a spookier existence. Um, I don't know about that. I feel Mine like... is the cozy leg warmer pumpkin spice version. I feel like yours is like Mine spirited. Is... Spirited. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll yeah. take that. That's like... Spooky Ian Bar- Are you doing the spooky Twitter name thing? I am now. Like, what is that? Oh my God, you don't know about this? No. So for the month of October, like comedians and podcasters and journalists will change their Twitter name to something Halloween. Okay. So like Ian would be, it's hard. It's hard. Like, like on the spot, yeah. Yeah, like my favorite. Ian Booski. Ian Booski is a perfect right. one. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, Ian okay. Booski. I will be. So I was, I was going to do scare something, but manship, I wanted to turn into something else. I'm having trouble finding... Haunted manship. Whoa! Okay. Okay. Y'all can't see me, but I'm victory dancing. What if I did scare mansion, like two together? Yes. No, I like one or the other. Haunted manship is pretty what? funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's such a good name to utilize something like that with. I feel like you have to go. With okay, it. we're going with it. So if you tweet me at womanship, it will then be to 
haunted, haunted manship. Yeah. One of when at midnight was a show. Yeah. Before Chris Hardwick was problematic, one of the first um, like hashtag wars they did was spooky celebs. Oh. So like, and it was probably the best lightning round because it was Chris. It was half the cast of Bob's Burgers, and <laughs> like they were just firing off like scary Fisher moan eek like. <laughs> <laughs> Keisha, uh, Keisha fried pulliam. Like, it was brilliant. Wow. Uh, like, honey, boo, boo. Like, <laughs> it was, like, that was the first episode I ever watched of it, and it fucking got me. So appreciate spooky, like, spoonerisms or spooky, like, puns on names. Yes. So, Ian Booski. The other one I think I could do is, like, if Ian was part of, like, Halloween Brodsky. Like, yeah, Halloween yeah. Brodsky. Right. Yeah, but I, I do think Ian Booski from Secret Guest is really... Yes. Yeah. All right, well, speaking of the Secret Guest, I feel comfortable that we have talked enough. I feel comfortable I guess, that we have talked enough. Sure. I guess it's time to introduce said, introduce said Secret Guest. Okay, well, let's go to the music. All right. All right, Ian, this is your ultimate bromance, so you need to do the introducing. So you might recognize this gentleman from the Song Tops Report, a part of our network, the Dapper Devil Productions. Ow! Um, he is also uh, the co-creator and co-star and uh, editor and all-around jack-of-all-trades of Subletters, the web series. Ow! Um, he is an incredible gentleman, and my life wife, uh, please welcome to the show, Nicholas Brigadier. Can I just say, first off, thank you so much. Um, but I can, I can die happy knowing that, at least according to one person, I have achieved enough to warrant that kind of introduction. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Now, I like to do the Oprah introduction. Can I do my version? Yes. What's yes. under my seat? What's under my seat? <laughs> you get a Nick. You get a Nick. You get a Nick. All right, here it is. Nicholas Brigadier! Yes! My heart is just so full. Part of it is, I think, autumn, because I'm, first off, I'm so happy to be with like-minded fall heads. Yes! Fall heads. Autumn lovers, as Mm. it were. But but in in addition to that, (laughs) the introductions were very, very, very warming. Well, we feel... I mean, we're genuinely crazy about you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Now, to be fair, listeners, I have only spent limited time with Nick in the room. Do you prefer Nick or Nicholas when you're going professional? Either, either or. Nicholas. Ni- well, Nicholas is when I was in trouble at home growing up. Mm. So. Oh, so we'll stick with that one. Yes. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Very if I'm going off topic, just be like, Nicholas? Nicholas. No, yes. see, you can go off topic all you want, but if we have our tangents, we gotta go... Tangent number one. There we go. <laughs> Um, so, I've only spent a little bit of time with Nick, but I know that he is Ian's legit favorite person. Yeah, like, he's... It's a little bit crazy we didn't been this long. He's up there. What you talking about? Yeah, no, we're obsessed with you. Right. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about your friendship, how you guys met, what, when you decided to collab together. Let's get a little bit of that. Oh my goodness. Well, it was a dark and stormy night. What's right. it like tonight? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's me and Ian Booski. We, uh, we first met at our place of mutual employment. Yes. Uh, we hit it off fairly quickly, I would say. You know, it's, uh, we were both in the theatrical realm, so mm-hmm. um, we, we had an affinity for each other for that. But then I believe uh, 
you were the one who proposed collaborating first on right. a project that we... Well, yeah, well, um, well, I, through a mutual friend, our friend Leslie, um, I, we, I know that we, we had all done UCB and that we were all, like, at the time we were all, like, in the middle of, like, taking classes there. Um, oh, you were taking at UCB as well. I was indeed, yes. Oh, um, I guys... made it through advanced study, but we, uh, we, 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 we <laughs> well, if but, you're fancy. Listen, listen, right. listen, there's a UCB Academy now, like, it's but, a whole thing. Yes, it is a whole thing. Were you guys but, at the same, you were studying at the same level when you met? More or less, yeah. we, we, we weren't in each other's classes at all, but, uh, we were like, chugging like, along yeah. roughly the same time. Like, okay. adjacent. Yes. Um, okay. But yeah, so, like, I had known that Nick was, like, in this, also in this field, and, um, I had, like, revisited an idea, like, that I just kind of, like, threw away in the past, and then I was like, okay, I'm revisiting this idea, I like this idea, and I kind of like Nick, I feel like he would be a good, like, like, uh, partner for this, and yeah. so I approached, and at the time he was living four blocks away from me, so at the time, so it was like, hey, let's talk. Yeah, he walked over, I think he knocked on cool. my door, I said, yeah. Ian, Wait, it's the middle really? of the night, no. no. <laughs> oh my god, I was, he was like, that is very formal. He was like, how did you find my address? <laughs> I pitched Ian this show on the subway. Right. Really? Literally, we were on our way down to fucking Brooklyn, Brooklyn. fashion I'm week so at like sorry. 7 in the morning. Did you renew your passports before you got there? Because oh, I had trouble yeah. last time. <laughs> well, when you go through the Montauk tubes, there's people waiting for you. Right, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> there's, there's like border patrol and everything. Oh, definitely. Um, um how, okay. was it, how was it proposed, though? Like, how did you pitch it to him? So, I told him that I had been thinking about doing a podcast, and I knew that he had done one before, mm. and I didn't know how to get one, like, on the interwebs. Mm -hmm. And so I was asking about that, and then he said, well, what ideas do you have? And I said, well, I have two ideas. I have one about, like, weekly auditioning troubles and, like, talking about, like, actor-specific things. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is like, what if you're, what if you want to branch out to other guests that aren't necessarily doing that form of a field or that like niche of the business? What if you don't go to an audition that week? Like, what if your co-host, you know, like there were just a lot yeah. more factors and also just like, I, I mean, Ian was pretty fucking real about it. He said like, that just doesn't sound as interesting to me as idea two, mm -hmm. which is the one that we're doing. Basically it was like. Right weekly stories and they can be absolutely anything mm -hmm. so that then we gave ourselves permission when he when I was like I don't know if you'd be interested in like helping me produce this project and he was like yeah I'll do it with you he just like said it I was like well great yeah he was doing improv at the time and yes and was a big thing so he's been yes anding <laughs> you yeah, for the that, past two like, years exactly <laughs> it's a it's a life philosophy so before Dapper Devil was Created. You yes. were doing the song Topsy Report about a year and a half. Yes. So um, I started doing this podcast with um, a friend of mine I went to college with. We were in the same comedy club together, and then another coworker. Um, and yeah, it was just kind of something I'd wanted to do. And then as I started pursuing that, and then you know I started collaborating on a different project together. It just kind of occurred to me that there's a lot of people I know who are all pursuing their own little creative endeavors. But it's just very difficult to get people to either watch your stuff or listen to your podcast. Like, I feel, I don't want to say I feel bad, but, like, t telling, I almost never, I'm a, I do a terrible job advertising people listening to my podcast. Because I don't want to I mean, we're not great at it yeah. either. It's, it's I don't so hard. Because I, I, I know what it sounds like when, like, someone else says, oh, you have to listen to my, well, not that they say it like that, but, uh, hey, I have a podcast, you should listen to it. And I, I feel like, okay, probably if I tell someone that, They'll listen to one or two episodes to be polite, and yeah. then they'll mm -hmm. probably stop, and then I'll feel 
I don't know, like I pressured them into it. We were at Ian's birthday dinner last week, and I remember, or I guess it's two weeks ago now. Yeah. I just stopped. missed you, apparently. Oh, I know. Yeah, like, we, yeah, just, we walked right past one another, right. I guess. So I, um, but I heard you guys partied down pretty hard. Oh, boy, oh, boy, did we. Boy, oh, boy. Um, but we were talking about it, and I mentioned, I was like, hey, I got to go home and sleep before we do the show in the morning. And mm-hmm. someone else who was sitting at the table was like, oh, what show are you guys talking about? You're like, oh, we do a podcast. They were like, oh, that's great. Is it new? And we're like, it's no. three years old. Yeah. We have 120 episodes. It was just like, yes. Like, like, check it the fuck out. But also just to be like cognizant that like even some of our closest friends at our birthday dinners don't even know that we're doing right. this. Like that is a little, that's overwhelming to me. Right. Yes. Because, I mean, you you guys are very prolific on Twitter mentioning it yes. <laughs> in person. No, like, because I thought like it is... Twitter's detriment. Yes. Right. <laughs> no, because I, I loathe, like, promoting on social media. Like, I understand it's, it's necessary in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Fortunately for at least Dapper Double Productions, we have a fantastic person yes. who is on top of it. Hi, Kimberly. Yes. Yeah, shout, shout out, out to, to Kim. Kim. We desperately need you. Don't ever She's, leave us. Yes. Right. She, <laughs> us. And she is uh, a delightful bright light in this dull, dark world. Yes. But for, for uh, the song... She's cop- fighting the patriarchy one tweet at a time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Chipping away at it. Uh, but for the song cops report at least, uh, we have a Twitter, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, and every time a new episode comes out, we will post something. We will post something mm-hmm. and let people know. And the same thing. There are some people who still don't know that I have a podcast. Granted, it's been less out, of, less but less as of long. Time. It's but like, plenty of right. time for people to know. I would like to think so, but no, we think so, <laughs> and that's really what matters. Yeah, <laughs> and that was the thing that happened this week. Yes. Yeah, suck it, guys. It was great to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Where can people find you? Catch an Uber. Um. Okay. So. Speaking to the t- Song Topsy Report, do you have some favorite episodes that you all have done? Some favorite... So, just so people know the concept, maybe explain the concept. Oh, sure, sure. And then we can talk about what your faves were. So, the Song Topsy Report, first off, people are very divided on the title. Steven Trollinger does not like the title. Other people love the title. It is... The idea was... No. Wait. I was just gonna... Is it just the world versus Steven? <laughs> I feel like that's how he sees his place in the world. Right. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Hi, yeah. Shout, Steven. Yeah, shout out to, yeah, shout who, out to Steven. Who was our Bundy Dahmer. Yes, <laughs> yes. Who was subletters. phenomenal actor. Was, played yes. a great part in Subletters, which you should which, also watch on Double Double Production. Which I haven't been able to tell you in person, but Subletters really was such a joy to watch. Thank you so much. I know we talked about it on the show, but I, genuinely I have to double down and say that it is very hard for me to watch web series, particularly by people I know because you get caught in that trap of like, Oh damn! What yes, if it sucks? Exactly. But it didn't. It was great. I really loved it. The crow is my favorite part. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, I, I actually heard that episode of the thing that happens this week, and just yeah, d- just to echo Ian's point, we we were fortunate that we we had the time to develop it and write and take our time with it, make sure that we had everything lined up, and fortunately, it was like just am- as ambitious as we could get it like we right. we came just an inch short of biting off more than we could chew yeah but, i mean um, there were explosion effects like we did pretty good guys. yes <laughs> no actually the, the only I, I wouldn't even say it was disappointing necessarily but uh the third episode with leslie in it mm-hmm. in my mind i had torrents of blood gushing in her face that was what <laughs> i ideally wanted to have i wanted it to be as over the top as possible while she's serenading a dying mobster and but we, and we spend like a good amount of time being like, how do we just like deluge this place with blood? Yes, and we had like two. So difficult. We, yeah, we had two different like 
pump options, I guess. Right. Um, and one we did a take of, and it didn't work. And so in the moment, as we're losing daylight and have to finish up, we're like, crap, here's the other way. So I literally had a mayonnaise plastic container, and I'm just squirting Leslie in the face with fake blood. <laughs> right. That's the... Uh, we, we uploaded a... Um, a kind of blooper reel and outtakes, and you can see you can see that shot. You can see my hand with a mayonnaise <laughs> container with fake blood, just right. like three inches from her face, just squirting her in the face. Yeah. Do you know what makes me? So it's a very of... pornographic shot. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Not my words, but <laughs> you know what makes me think of is um, Sarah Rule, the playwright, has mm. a show called The Clean House, where the final like lines of the show is the character like says her last line, and then the stage directions say. And then she opens her mouth and a waterfall emerges or something like that. What? And gives no explanation for what that means. So if you go looking on the internet to like find <laughs> out how people have interpreted this, like some theaters have flooded the stage. Some people have literally created an effect where it looks like she's vomiting water. Like some people, it, it like sometimes it's like she's imagining it. Like, Well, color I, me fascinated. Yes. I mean, Sarah Rule is incredible to begin with. Oh, yeah. But oh, that, that seems like such a... I think it's the clean house. I, I'm not entirely certain but go look up Sarah Rule and I'm sure the, the water it's, emerging it's the called waterfall. knowing nothing about it I'm assuming it's called the clean house because after the waterfall floods from your mouth all dirt and deluge is clean from the house because you're just yes. vomiting it's like a deep clean it's like, yeah well the show like is literally wash. about a deep clean I think she's a maid mm. oh wait someone I was in an acting class and somebody did a scene from this yes, oh, yes. it's a very good one yes, yeah. yes. I did uh, not realize that's how it ended so the way that, that you're describing, like, how am I going to get blood all over this apartment without putting blood all over this apartment? Like, I, that's the way yes. that I think about that. I'm like, how could we get this done in the most realistic yet efficient way? Mm-hmm. We're going to flood the apartment with water. That's basically right. what I'm getting at. Yes. <laughs> okay, so oh, swing back to song toss. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I got us off. Oh, no, no. That, that, that was me. Um, That was my tangent for the episode i guess Mm-mm-mm-mm. uh no see i'm used to being a host of a podcast so i'm used to having to steer my co-hosts back to the show subject so i very much empathize what ian's doing with me constantly yes. <laughs> ian's smiling and likewise i edit huge chunks out of so many episodes but the song topsy report so the song topsy report it is a hopefully funny podcast where each episode, uh, myself, uh, Mike Russell, and Stephen Trollinger, we take a different song each episode that uh, the only criteria is that it is bad, bizarre, or in some way noteworthy. And Infamous. Yes. Uh, and we take, we, we, we play sections of the song, we break it down, we dissect it, we do a little bit of the history, and we kind of try to provide our analysis as to what we think the artists were thinking when they mm. did it. Uh, so we are not counting many episodes, like 63 episodes in right now. Wow. Uh, yeah, and we cover, we cover, we, we, we try to cover all of our bases. We, you got your rap, you got your metal, you got your country, you got your hip hop, you got your celebrity vanity projects. And then we have like weird one-offs, like we've discussed, um, dead musician holograms and the concept behind that. Did you that. Guys do we, Tardy for the Party? We did not do. What is Tardy for the Party? Oh, I think I... Okay, first off... Describes I think, me today, but... No, uh, not at all. Oh my gosh. Um, transit is fucked, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically all that is. I really, really want to do the show if you're ever desperate for like a really culty, pop, disgusting thing. And I think Tardy for the Party might be the perfect song. It's by Kim Zolziak. Who is one of the Real Housewives of Atlanta? What? I'm already interested. And the song is literally, people at home are probably already singing it in their head. It gets stuck in your head immediately because the theme is 
It's already for the party. Ooh, don't be I've heard this. For yeah. The party. We oh, we oh, yep. for the party. Ooh, and it's all. I'm doing it like that because it's fully auto tuned to the point where she sounds like a robot. But the song is a bop. I can't stop listening. It's so great. I mean, I, I would put it in the same. Not a banger, a bop. No, no. Oh, it's a bop for it sure. It is a bop. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, he knows. Which I also need your opinion on that. <laughs> but it's one of those songs that I would play back to back with like um, like RuPaul music. Like it's it's it comes from the same space in my head where I'm like, yes, we're out. <laughs> we look fierce. Like I would also put on like... Um, Work Bitch by Brady in the same playlist. Like, I, I pull them all together. So, anyway, I need you to do that song. Okay. <laughs> yes. In my head, I'm imagining it's the kind of song, without having, I've not heard the song, but I'm imagining it's the kind of song that would play during a montage of, like, a whole bunch of ladies, like, all dressed out to, like, it's a Saturday night, and, like, they're kind of, like, sauntering yes, towards the... Yes, basically... Hopefully not late, is. because they, you can't be tardy for the party. Well, now I'm nervous that I said it was the wrong, I said the wrong housewife. I'm just going to pull it up. But then the sequel song, Late for the Date. Oh! Tardy for the Party. And then early Kim Zolziak, here it is. Kim Zolziak. Good advice. Ian, I don't know about you, but I think this robot has some pretty sound advice. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to argue with that. Oh, here's a bridge. Solid a bridge that leads to the party. Oh, we're crossing the bridge. Yes, we're to the, the party. Oh, I pressed it again. Oh, no. Well, where's the <laughs> Okay, here's the chorus. Can the rest of the episode just be this? Here's the chorus. So one thing that the song Topsy Report has proven to me, and this song is reinforcing, is that <laughs> reality television is the best way to unearth musical talent. Yes. Like, dormant talent that people aren't discovering. It's right there. <laughs> dirty, but a party. Ooh. Don't be dirty, but a Come on, Ian. Ooh. Yeah. See, Nick's on board. Call I am speechless. on board. <laughs> Okay, so what are some of your favorite notoriously bad songs that made great episodes? So, the majority of the songs, we don't truly hate. Like, we, we have an affection for this music because there's just something about, like, most of the time, it's a musician trying so hard, they're putting their heart and soul into something that is just not good. But, like, I have such a soft spot <laughs> for that. I have, I have such a degree of empathy because, you know, as someone who is in a realm of people all just trying to create something and get it out there, like, a part of me is so aligned with that. Um, one episode we did recently was this metal band, they were called Alternate Reality, and they did the song called The King That Never Was. The band is consisted, <laughs> everyone in the band, for the most part, their day job, they're lawyers. They're lawyers in Ohio. Wow. And this is, like, their passion side project. And they did this music video where they, it won like either best or worst music video of the year, depending on where you looked. <laughs> and it's them, it's about King Arthur, and they went to this one like 
public park, I guess, that had this building that vaguely resembled a castle. And it's all these... The entire band looks like the guys who'd be at your dad's barbecue party. Like, they just, it's just, it's just, like, mid-40s, jeans, t-shirts, like, but, but they were, you could see the passion in it. They were trying so hard, but the song was so ridiculous and so dumb, but it was so, so good. And, like... Can you sing us the hook? What's right. the hook of this song? The guy doesn't really oh, sing God. so much as he just kind of yells. Um, but it's terrifying. Um, right. <laughs> well, it's funny. We also found in our research, because we're you know, we a very serious podcast. We, we do our due diligence. Mm-hmm, yes. um, we found some video tutorials that he had done for like... Um, just like for like new like lawyers at the law firm. And it's, it's just so jarring to see him just be professional in a legal environment. Yeah. And then see him wearing chainmail on a horse... Singing about King Arthur, they got chainmail. Like they went, they went, they raided Ian, a party city. Ian is appalled. No, it's so good. It's so good. But then there's a handful of artists where you just genuinely feel a little like queasy and uncomfortable. What's one of those for you? An early episode we did was uh, the song "Jailbait" by Ted Nugent. Oh, who is, and it was just an unambiguously awful, repulsive song, which which also helps for the show because I then feel no problem ripping it apart because I, I'm always I'm always worried about like character assassination or making false claims but when you write a song where you literally say you murdered that child Nick and that was the thing that happened this year <laughs> <laughs> but no it's uh the, the one I think about the uh, show format, I guess similar to the thing that happened this week, is it's very open-ended. We can, like, we, we've done some episodes where listeners will submit, and that's the cool thing. We've had people, like, from Germany and Denmark send <gasps> us songs right. to discuss, and we've done listener-submitted episodes where wow. we just break that stuff down. Um, there was a, there's a glass blower in Ohio who has recommended some very interesting music. Um, <laughs> nice. So... It's interesting. It's exciting to kind of also just see what other people think. And so, um, if I can make a shameless plug... No, please. We love uh, a shameless yeah. plug. First off, if you haven't checked out The Thing That Happens this... Or, <laughs> you're obviously listening to The Thing That Happens this week. I If you haven't are. checked out uh, The Song Topsy Report, uh, you can email us at thesongtopsyreport at gmail.com. And if you have a song that you think is... Um, in the same ballpark as say tardy for the party <laughs> that you would like to have us discuss, uh, please let us know. And we, we would love to. Ian, do you have a favorite bad song? Um, or, like, bad band? I will say, like, and you, you already did this, but you you guys did Friday by Rebecca Black. Yes. Mm. And that yes. shit was iconic to us in exactly. 2011. Like, that was the one episode where I was like, oh, I wish I was part of this episode. <laughs> like, What was the song in the episode that you did? Um, Ian was a guest on the song. It's called Talks Mothers Be Aware. Mothers Be Aware. I forget exactly who the artist was, but it was by this, like, like German or Dutch, it's, like it was so knockoff DDR company. Yeah. Yes, there, there was this. There was this. Yeah, Dance Dance Revolution knockoff video game, essentially. And they for I say because they couldn't afford it, but Stephen insists it was for um, artistic purposes. They couldn't license any real music, so they had a composer write original music right. for this DDR knockoff. Oh. And one of the songs is called "Mothers Be Aware," and it's essentially about. Telling it's the song is directed to mothers, telling them to not trust their daughters who seem to be like, very upstanding citizens in every other regard. Because but, out at night they're partying and drinking and yeah, dancing and essentially and doing harlots, doing like, the stuff that led to the town and Footloose to ban dancing. Right, it's basically. <laughs> right, we had a whole like philosophical like yeah, it got unions. to un- union busting. Yeah, uh, it got into so, like, Girl the, Scouts, like the alt right propaganda machine. Yes. It, it, 
That's the what, alt-right yeah. propaganda machine is the like, name of my band. Right. <laughs> that's actually a good band name. Right? There is propaganda actually... Propaganda machine? That's yeah. a fierce band that name. Is, that is pretty hardcore. There is actually a band that um, I was thinking of covering for the Song Topsy Report. There's this... They're a... They're a, like, scary, noisy, like, death metal band, but they're called Neckbeard Death Camp, and they're <laughs> anti-alt, anti-alt-right, and all of their lyrics are, are, you can't understand what they're saying, but all the lyrics are great, like... Well, but what they're doing sounds fantastic. They don't oh, yes. Like, they don't like Nazis. I'm, I'm, I'm with I'm that. I'm with that, yeah. I'll join that band. Yeah. Hang on one... I, I have to just at least show you one, one or two song titles, because they're... <laughs> I was also thinking of, do you remember Crazy Frog? Yes. Okay. Yes, that, that has been on our... On, That's been on your show. Yes. Oh, thank God. Well, it hasn't been on our show, but it's, 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 it's written down. We have a huge master list of songs yeah, that we could do. Because Crazy Frog implements something that like almost no one else is doing besides like Elvis, where they put in... Some, which you we did, just did them, you yes. You did What Does the Fox Say? Yes. Um, I... They put in like onomatopoetic sounds, mm-hmm. so like Crazy Frog, but it's but it's a machine that's doing it. Elvis yes. is doing it with his voice, right, or with the the lead singer's voice. But Crazy Frog is just a computer saying ring ding 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 ding. Yes, yeah, yeah, ding 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 ding. You're like, all right, I get it. Jesus Christ! Oh God, I almost forgot about that. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like some of the. It's like the shitty version of um, the Slumdog Millionaire soundtrack. Right. Where, like, you've got M.I.A. and, like, real Bollywood stars, like, mm-hmm. singing on top of one another. Crazy Frog is, like, the computer shit version of that. Right. <laughs> like, their interpretation of, like, this the is what humans do, right? <laughs> Wait, did you find it? Yeah, just a, just a few examples. So, like, the first song on Neckbeard Death Camp's album is The Left Are the Real Fascists, and then another song... <laughs> And then another song is called Please Respond, parentheses, I Showed You My Penis. And then, um... <laughs> and then... Can we listen to... Can we listen to Please Respond? I Showed You My Penis. The lyrics, are, I'm pretty sure they just pulled from, like, a Tinder conversation. And then their other song they have is called The, Fetish, the Fetishization of Asian Women Despite a Demand for a Pure White Race. Jesus Christ. These guys are artists. So fucked up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, the lyrics to this song are, Hi, few things to start off. Yes, I added you because you're a female gamer. Tis an awesome thing to see. I'm Brian. Don't be intimidated. I'm not a stereotypical guy. If anything, I'll be the one in the kitchen. Please respond. Please respond. Please respond. Please respond. And then the lyrics are just, please respond over and over again. Wow. Please respond. Oh, but if you I listen... to my dick. <laughs> this is what it sounds like. Yeah, if you want to do, like, the Glee version. So hardcore. That's rock and roll. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, But suffice to say, um, <laughs> yes, we um, we try to cover a wide range of music. Um, but, yes, please. And even if either of you guys have anything that you would like All us right. to cover. Well, I definitely feel strongly about Tardy for the Party. I, I think I do as well. I That's... have many, many more. But if you, I, not to invite myself, but if you That's ever, it. if you ever need, like, a pop person like that anything needs... dirty from the 90s Ooh. i would be more than yeah that. that's that's claire's wheelhouse <laughs> well ian as was our first guest on the show and Wait, well, really yeah. yes oh i thought you guys had been do- okay never mind no for, for, well, so, well, what a great i mean i'm biased but what a great first guest <laughs> thanks guys but no we're certainly open to having more guests the uh, i mean we have kind of like obviously myself and steve and mike um but 
Like we have we have toyed with the idea if we know someone who's like an expert in a specific genre mm. and they know something especially bad, um, we're certainly open to having guests. So if you if you are interested, also I gotta say we've never had a woman on the show, and there are so many times where we're discuss we're we're discuss discussing something we realize. We don't have the right perspective for this. It would be so nice to I have mean, a woman on the show. Three white guys right. in a room. And we are hyper aware of that. We are three <laughs> cisgendered white men who are all, for the most part, coming from the same mindset. In are terms you all of hetero as well? Yes. Okay. So just some white straights in a room. Right. Oh, but the great thing the great <laughs> thing podcasting. The great thing is Steve will hate me for saying this, but the white guilt that weighs down on Steve while we're recording episodes is just so adorable <laughs> it's because because he, he he has like I don't want to say a, well, should I say a gruff exterior? Sure. Is that is that is that I unfair? No. Yes. But I, I, he's the most sensitive person deep down. Mm. Like there are so many songs where he's like, Nick, I don't know if I can discuss the lyrics in this song. Like we're just discussing it, okay? They're the ones who are saying the lyrics, but um What, like the N word? Yeah, there, there was yeah, there was one song. There was an early song we did. The guy, uh, rapper named Big Lurch, uh, <laughs> gross, who is in jail serving a life sentence because he ate part of his girlfriend. But what? It, it's it's a fascinating, weird, effed up story. Oh but, my god! Um, but the thing that Steve was worried about was dear the, Sarah Koenig. Yes, I need you to right. <laughs> But the thing he was initially worried about was the N-word was used in that song. Okay. And it, I, in the context of everything, I think I was like, I think there's bigger fish to fry. As long this. as you all are calling it the N-word, I think it's right. completely fine. Okay, are we ready for the thing that happened this I think week? we are. Nicholas Brigadier gets to pick the order. Ooh. Who is telling our stories in what order? Um, well, considering kind of the cliffhanger I was left off last week, I'm actually very interested to, to know, are you okay? I am a-okay. Okay. I should have said that before. Everything is benign, but there is still considerable pain, so I have to take more appointments. But for now, it is not cancer, and it is not viral. Yes. Phew. Whew. Sorry, I didn't mean to leave you all hanging. But know that you could have emailed us at this week's thing at Gmail right. yeah. if you were really I, concerned. I skimmed your Twitter before I came here just to see if, like, oh, God, did she say anything? But... <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, so... maybe I shouldn't have scared everyone with that. I'm really sorry. Sorry. Anyway. It was a what... great story. No regrets 2012. <laughs> no regrets 2012. <laughs> so what order? Yeah, what order? Um, I would still, I'd be interested Oh, Mimi, yeah. that's right. And then who next? Now, be clear, the person who goes last is best. Right. <laughs> She's well, Ian, why don't you go next, then? Okay. okay, all right. Yes, up top. That was funny. Okay. Ian. Oh. Ian, you, Ian, you are the best. I can tell Ian has a cold because normally he would be like, now I have something to say with a finger wag, but he is... He's, he's conserving his energy for yes. his thing that happens. Oh, right. it's probably a good one. I hope so. I can tell when he has a, when he has a little... Ian, nothing would it. make me happier than if your story is way better than mine. Yes. Well, let's find out. Yes. Okay. Here we go. The thing that happened this week... Cue, Cue the, the music. music. 